Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Hello and welcome to the Mariner's Life Group Leader Podcast. I'm Kirby, the group's pastor here, and I am your host. And today I have with me a very special guest, Linda Vino, our marriage pastor, as well as our um, amazing mother of our staff team, I feel like sometimes. How are you yes, doing, Linda? thank you. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy Mother's Day. Thank it's a you. great weekend, and I'm so grateful for you. And I hope that you, groups, as you're listening to this, that you have something planned great for your mom or you already celebrated her really, really well. I'd love to know, Linda, what are you and your family doing? Well, of course I made them come to church. So they came <laughs> to church. We got a picture because that's one of the musts also. Yes. And then we are all going. I'm taking my mom and my husband's taking his mom. And then our kids are going to the Angels game today. Oh, that's really special. So Nobody has to cook or do anything. We just Absolutely. Buy- you know, snack bar food and that's have, perfect. sit in the sun and watch some angels. Yeah, that's good. Make sure mom doesn't have to cook right. on Mother's Day, Not right? Have to clean up anything. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're such a sports girl, so I yes. love that, that you're getting to do that with your family. Yeah, so that's one awesome. of my favorite things to do. I love that. And I'm so excited for you guys to kind of talk with your groups this week after celebrating Mother's Day so well, as well as hopefully attending church this weekend to learn all about the shocking love of God. I mm. thought it was so appropriate. Was yeah. yeah, I thought it was so appropriate on Mother's Day too. I feel like my mom has loved me through some really hard things in my life. And I think that it's probably pretty shocking, you know, in a lot of ways how moms have been so intentional. But I know that's not everyone's story, but I hope that you were able to celebrate really well with the mothers in your lives. So anything else that you love from the this weekend? No, I just, um, it was interesting. He was, I was with my kids in the service. So when he said, you know, your mom has 100% wanted to take the pain away when you hmm. had strep throat or when you good. were suffering from mental illness and or where you, ha- you didn't get a job you wanted. Mm. And it's just so true. And yeah. just to know that God has done that for us, that he took the pain for us oh. when he was cursed on the cross. So good. Um, it's just so relatable in that sense because yeah. as a mom, you understand what that, what that means to yeah. want to just take everything away. But mm. that Christ actually did it. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen. That is so beautiful. And I love that. I mean, I think that's so much the main point of the discussion today that we're able to understand the weight of what Christ took on, that it was not a punishment. I mean, we all know, like in your analogy there, Linda, like our moms are surely not deserving of the throw up or, you know, of the hard moments or the painful moments when your kid fails at something or what have you. Absolutely. Um, But yet you would take on any of that to protect and care for your child. And I love that that illustration of who Christ has been to us. So I am excited for your guys' group discussion this week. We are going to jump in and look at that lean-in question, which is so easy. Remember, your lean-in questions don't have to be perfect every single time, but let's just get the group talking and thinking about um, the discussion at hand. So this great question has, what did you do for Mother's Day? Like Linda and I just talked about, but also it says, what comes to your mind when you think of family? And that is so appropriate because family can be such a tight-knit unit for some people, but it can also be really broken for others, right? Right, or also people who don't have moms in their lives, because mm. we know that's true. So yeah. who's been a godly woman in your life or who has been a godly example to to you? A um, lot, lot of you, you too, Kirby, you don't yeah. live near your mom. Yeah. So you depend on 
motherly care from other people. Exactly. That's so true. And I love celebrating the moms of my life. But also I think this part of the conversation, when people start to open up about how much they celebrate their mom or how much hurt they might have because of distance or maybe even a broken relationship with Mm -hmm. a mom, that will start to give you some cues of how a conversation about God taking on our punishment will kind of translate, right? The way we view our family impacts oftentimes the way we think about God or the way we used to think about God. So in today's discussion, we're really going to look at the extension of faith and family and um, open up in scripture. So turning over to the amazing look down questions, we will be looking at God's word as always. Praying it out loud is so helpful to really get a full sense of what the scripture is. And immediately you'll see in some of our questions, there's you know a lot of questions about how does this strong language impact Anything that that sticks out to you? Well, I think anytime we use strong language as a parent or Mm. in a relationship, that it's something that we really want to emphasize. Yeah. For instance, um, at the very moment, my son is driving um, across country, and I said, please, please, please be very, 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 very safe. (laughs) When you use multiple words, like you're trying to get your point across. Right, exactly. So I think when Paul's using strong language is because he's so passionate about it. And it's not out of a rule-following passion. It's out of he's desperate for these people to seek and follow Christ. Absolutely. And what they're doing is breaking his heart. Mm, That's so true. And I think it's so obvious, you know, when when people start to respond to strong language of different... of different ways like oh I hated when my dad used to be really strong with his language oh well that would make sense okay there there might be a little appalled by some of the things that Paul are saying right but how do we direct the conversation to help people see the value well there's not a lot of things that Paul speaks very strongly about but one of the things that he definitely does is when he's talking about the gospel something that we can't refute that we must protect the no that there's nothing that can be added there's no um, that people must have been under a trance to think that there's anything apart from uh, from accepting Jesus's love and grace that could um, can grant you eternal life or consider yourself a Christian. Right. So. And I think, too, it was just his passion. Again, mm. um, it's not a yelling at yeah. a, or an anger where sometimes we that could put a, put a, be off putting a little bit for us, especially yeah. if he grew in a home, grew up in a home where there was a lot of yelling. It says strong language. It doesn't say he was screaming at them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just strong language yeah. because he cared about their well-being. Absolutely. And maybe people, as they look at scripture, they'll really a- appreciate the strong language, right? So there'll be people in all um, different parts of the discussion that view and receive to the strong, or the cursed, be cursed, uh, put a curse upon you, under a, uh, under a spell, and the word law how people respond to those those different kinds of words will be very interesting but will help reveal more of what may god want to be speaking um, to the people in your group so excited for that discussion around god's word but then let's see how can we apply this word and this truth to our lives that the gospel cannot be um, nothing can be added and there would be a curse upon us that we would be so wrong and so far off if we were to believe that differently now we look into ourselves and we start to ask the group questions questions. Um, First off, I want to make sure that you're allowing there to be a very vulnerable and safe place for people to share, especially after these last questions around some strong language. You want to make sure you're maintaining a a lightness while also maintaining um, safety in the group. Um, So I love this first question. When has the truth of scripture felt harsh to you? Mm Kind of like we were just talking. Right. How has it proven to be an act of grace for you to recognize the harsh truth revealed? So this question 
question has to be saturated with maybe even a vulnerability moment of you going first, setting the stage of saying, this is how deep we're going to get here. I remember a time when I really, really struggled with the truth of, of God's grace or what he desired for me. And it really did prove to be an act of grace and he totally protected me. So your ability to share something might actually set the tone for well, the group I here. think too, is we, we fall because we're human under the assumption that it's people can't handle it or this is what he's saying when it's not we're not god god means everything good and perfect Mm. and for us that's going to help us and guide us and give us good direction Mm. so if we look at it um in the in the lens of love Mm. um that the truth is is feels harsh but it's out of love and mm-hmm. a lot of times we try to say i don't think he really meant that or that mm-hmm. just sounds a little mean mm-hmm. when god's intentions were never ever to be mean absolutely and i love that it says the second part of that question how has it proven to be an act of grace in your life that's where especially those who haven't seen the act of grace in life could really learn from others of how wow when i didn't you know when i didn't sleep with that guy in college i really felt like it protected me and now i'm with my husband or our relationship is stronger because of it or you know lots of different things that or when I didn't um, break that law inside my workplace when nobody would have known you know it actually protected me and allowed me to progress in my in my job or it protected me from rising up so high and having a huge ego and having way too much money yeah absolutely which you know I think that's something that's really stuck out to me more recently is that pride can often be one of the most deadliest of sins that we experience mm-hmm. and it really can permeate our hearts. So um, also looking at look in, I think, um, you know, what's really great to always call back to when we are, especially when you're thinking like when you're looking into where God has maybe convicted you or challenged you is looking back at the weekend message. Cause sometimes we will feel an urge when we're sitting in service to do something or to think differently about something or live out something different. And so calling that back for your group with that third question here, what are some other insights from the weekend that were timely for you? That's kind of double clicking, say, Hey, remember the weekend message? Was there anything else? that really stuck out to you that you want to change in your life now or that you might also um, want to um, yeah, help others see in you or see about God. Well, and I think, too, people who didn't attend the weekend service will have maybe a feeling of sitting back and not really mm. being able to participate. Sure. But it's really allowing them. And then as life group leaders, it's just to really remind and make sure that people, depending on when your group meets, that they do go and watch online. Absolutely. And make sure that they're prepared. As part of being prepared for your life group is yeah. to watch the weekend message. But understanding, again, that they don't have to not participate because yep. something came up and they couldn't be at the weekend. So true. So true. And I I love that you made that note because, I mean, that's what's so easy about these incredible sermon-based content is that when you go to the church, that's your preparation right there. You don't have to watch another video or read another book. Sermon-based content is already in line with our weekend rhythms as long as we are attending church and so forth. So hope that you guys are doing that together. Um, as we look out, and see how does this apply um, to our lives moving forward and how do we impact, how do we change the world, as our mission statement says. Um, We really want to identify the relevance of this this gospel um, conversation to our lives. And so um, one of the first questions here is how can we help ministry partners take the gospel to all the nations? And so 
one of the best ways that we know um, that we really understand the gospel. When you get a really good gift, what's the first thing you want to do? Share thank it. Them, yeah. yeah. Thank thank them for the gift and then have share. gratitude and yeah. then share it. Absolutely. So this is where we take a turn towards thinking intentionally about the next upcoming weekend, which is outreach weekend. I love Such outreach a great weekend. weekend. I love it. Yeah, it's a great time. And not only is it a good weekend to enjoy and attend, but we also don't want to um, miss out an opportunity for you guys to participate in Outreach Weekend. Another way, instead of just observing and sitting back, we want to participate. And so as you think ahead, there are great ways to participate. One can be through serving, serving as a group. There are so many incredible group serve opportunities for you in your group to adventure or to adventure together and see um, what God has for you guys and some great opportunities. And those are available on our Life Group Leader resources page. I think um, just inviting too, because so you're true. not gonna. It's it's very difficult to get 100% participation. True. But what's gonna happen is you guys are gonna go on a faith adventure. You're gonna go build a house in Mexico, and let's say four or five people went. You're yeah. gonna come home and have that story. There's gonna so be a true. unique bond, and then mm-hmm. the other people are gonna feel like. I don't want to miss out on that next time. Absolutely. But it's just taking that step. I think what we have a propensity to do sometimes is cancel because nobody's mm. going to do it. But do it anyway. I love that. Absolutely. Just do it anyway. Absolutely. Even if it's food pantry. I mean, again, the kind of moments that we have, I mean, some of the best healing moments we have in our lives are when we're serving others. Right. And that's because Christ did that first and he modeled that for us. And we know that he was fulfilled in his purpose by serving and loving and being sacrificial. And we too are made for that purpose to serve and love one another. Well, we get so much back from it. Absolutely. It's such an act of obedience as well. And forever we'll be busy. Forever we'll make excuses. Absolutely. But it's just saying yes, and you'll look back and say, I'm so glad I did that. Absolutely. I'm so glad. Absolutely. I have never been, and I hate using absolutes, but I've never done anything Mm. in a service-centered action that I said, ugh, I wish I didn't do that. Never. <laughs> right. Right. Of we course. always come back more fulfilled and yeah. so grateful for being a, for stepping into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with our bad attitudes God uses us anyway, right? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you use all things for the good (laughs) for those who love him, which we're so grateful for that. Um, And also another way that you can partake in Outreach Weekend is, of course, giving. And giving is a great way we can involve others who are too busy. We don't, you know, it's it's, um, Outreach Weekend is above our normal giving, but it's also a great way to to be a part, Um, even if people can't go on a faith adventure and then supporting one another in that endeavor. So we hope that you guys will find a great way for your group to participate in the upcoming outreach weekend. Um, our conversation is coming to a close. We both, uh, Linda and I, are praying for you guys this week that you have a great discussion that helps people better see the importance of the gospel, um, how it applies to their lives, and how they can live it out. We love you guys. Yeah, don't forget to reach out to your coaches if you need resources or have questions. Absolutely. That's what they're there for. We want to support you as much as we possibly can. So please don't be afraid to ask questions or raise your hand and ask for help. Absolutely. Love that. Have a great week.